Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Three Inning Save Podcast. We are part of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Eric Steven. With me is Jacob Birch, and uh, it's not our regular uh, weekly episode today. We have a Dodgers Rewind for you. Uh, Jacob, how are you doing? Doing great. I'm excited for this, you know, little little ch- little change-up, little, uh, little uh, uh, baseball It's a, it's baseball a different term. type of pitch. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, rather than do uh, a rewind on a person today, we've actually done a Dodgers rewind on this person. Charlie Huff is the the person in question. We did a rewind way back in January 2021 uh, on him. This one's not about him specifically, although it is about a an achievement he had. Um, Charlie Huff has the longest save in Dodgers history. It was a five-inning save on August 14, 1970. Now, should we change their name of the podcast to the five inning save? Who's to say? Uh, I would say no because we already have a website, a Twitter account, an Instagram account. I don't think it's worth it to change it. But uh, yeah, that's the longest save uh, since uh, saves became official in 1969 for the Dodgers. So uh, we are going to look back at this very specific, memorable save uh, for Charlie Huff. Uh, but I do have Great. a trivia. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm exhausted, so, so uh, that's my excuse today. Okay, I've, yep. uh, I'll have a new one every week. It'll usually be that I'm tired. So Charlie Huff, he recorded saves in each of his first two Major League games. 
the only Dodger to do so uh, since uh, saves became an official statistic in 1969. Huff did this in 1970, by the way. Uh, his the only only excuse me only three other Dodgers recorded one save in one of their first two major league uh, one of their first two major league games. Can you name them? I no no, but I have four names I, I've already prepared, so I can listen intently to the episode. I have four names written down, and I'll reveal them uh, near the end of the episode. Yeah, you, you have some time here to to sort of stew over this. Uh, um, I decided to just completely reverse my list. No, I'm sticking to it. I, I will note, um, so saves didn't become official to 1969, but if you look at older games on like baseball reference or retro sheet, they get retroactively applied to like times before then. Um, so the Dodgers, like because of this, uh, technically had two saves longer than Huff's five innings. They both came in the dead ball era. So one of them was in on June third, nineteen oh six. Right-hander Doc Scanlon pitched the final six innings uh, over the to save a game against the Boston Braves. June nineteenth, nineteen thirteen. Uh, right-hander Cliff Curtis got a six-inning save against the Cardinals in St. Louis. And I'm thinking there has to be a weird circumstance for this to happen. And then I looked up the games, and nope, uh, both games just had uh, two pitchers. the The starter went three and got the win. And then they got the save, and I was like, what in the hell is happening? Like, I, I thought there'd be a cool story about it, but it, it, the the story is rules were weird and they were different at the time. <laughs> so, I, I had to I went through a little bit of a rabbit hole here. Um, so the the five inning minimum for a win didn't arrive until 1916 to the National League. It was wild west out there, man. Like, yeah, who knows what what is happening? I have to look back. Like, I'm a, like Cy Young pitched like a, a billion innings. I don't think this was the case. But <laughs> sure, he has like 511 wins. But like, is it like 200 of those or just him going like, I'm pitching an inning day, boys? And then like, no, I, I doubt that's the case. But this is funny if someone just racking up wins that way. So um, from a Sa- an article at Saber in 2013 by Frank Vaccaro, uh, he quoted uh, a. Uh, April 1st, 1916 uh, memo from National League Secretary uh, John Heidler, or I guess it was a bulletin to the league, quote, do not give the first pitcher credit for a game one, even if the score is in his favor, unless he has pitched at least the first half of a game. A pitcher retired at the close of the fourth inning with the score 2-1 in his favor has not won a game. If, however, he is taken out because of his team having secured a commanding and winning lead in a few innings, then he is entitled to the win. So that's like the first instance of a five-inning uh, requirement for the win. So um, that's why those other those other two pitchers in the in the those 06 and 13 games got wins, and that made it possible for a six-inning save. So I had no idea this was the case. I, I sort of assumed it's been there for a while. However, the idea of a six-inning save. It throws me on another tangent. Um, I want I want to tell you, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this multiple times before on the podcast, perhaps, but it's probably been a while. I want to tell you the story of my favorite spring training game I've ever been to. Um, this was on April 1st, 2015. It was April Fool's Day, but there were no fools on this day um, because <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a wonderful day in Surprise, Arizona. The Dodgers were facing the Royals. It was getaway day. Last wait, day of camp. wait, wait, wait. April Fool's yeah. Day in surprise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I was surprised to learn that a six-inning save was possible uh, on this day. So yeah, most of the team, or like a bulk of the team, is like 
already like making their way back to Los Angeles at this point. Clayton Kershaw stuck around because it was his final tune-up for opening day. He pitched three innings and then got out of town. Uh, he allowed an unearned run. The Dodgers took the lead in the top of the fourth on a Darnell Sweeney ground out that scored Chris Heisey, which is one of the more 2015 uh, sentences you could type. Um, that made Kershaw the pitcher a record. Now, in spring, there's no there's no five-inning requirement at all. Um, then uh, comes in Zach Lee, who by then was still a prospect. He had not yet made his Major League debut. He would later that year in a very uh, bad outing at, at uh, City Field. Um, he, he wasn't on any top 100 prospect list uh, after a rough 2014. He was like the previous like three years. Part of that was mostly – a lot due to be because of his like high draft status. Um, but yeah, it just didn't, obviously didn't pan out. Um, but on this day in surprise, Lee was on the mound basically to soak up innings and he was pitching pretty well. Uh, the Dodgers tacked on a couple runs in the fifth and the seventh. Lee allowed a solo home run to Travis Witherspoon in the seventh to cut the Dodgers lead to four to two. So we get to the top of the ninth. Uh, Lee was entering his sixth inning on the mound. I was getting excited because Lee was going to pitch the bottom of the inning and I confirmed with the official score. Now in spring training, there's no, they don't really hire official scorers. It's just the PR of the home, PR person of the home team. Who's there like keep score. Um, so this was the, I don't remember who the Royals PR person was, but I made sure to ask them. I'm like, so if this, if this score holds like this, Kershaw get the win and Lee gets a save. And he's like, yep. So I'm sitting here going, oh, my God, this is going to be a six-inning save. This is great. Uh, Angel Franco, or Angel Franco, I guess, grounded to oh, uh, grounded out to open the ninth. But then Lee walked Matt Fields. That brought up future old friend Brett Eibner, who hit a two-run home run to center field to tie the game, to ruin, ruin my thoughts of a six-inning save. However, it opened the door for a tie game in three training, which, as you know, is the best possible outcome for an exhibition contest. So uh, Ben Rowan, they, they took out Zach Lee after the home run. So uh, five and a third, job well done for the most part. He did what he was there to do. Ben Rowan comes in, who is a non-roster guy. Um, he got the final two outs, but ever, however, he made me sweat because he allowed singles to the first two hitters. Uh, but then he got a double play to end the game. To conserve the tie and – like best of both world situation. I didn't get a six inning save, but I got a tie. So it's pretty great. But we will talk about uh, Charlie Huff and his five inning save uh, after the break. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, so the Dodgers drafted uh, Charlie Huff in the eighth round in 1966. This was the second year of the Major League uh, Baseball draft out of a high school in Florida. Uh, he started throwing the knuckleball during Instructional League in Arizona before the 1969 season. Uh, coaches Goldie Holt and uh, someone named Tommy Lasorda were showing him how to throw it. Um, Huff got called up to the majors in mid-August 1970. He was 22 years old. His first two major league games were wild. Now, he recorded saves in both of those games, which brings us back to our trivia question. Uh, who are the other three Dodgers, L.A. Dodgers, uh, it's only LA Dodgers because that's only when saves existed. Uh, to record a save within their first two major league games, I have four names written down. If I get one right, I, I'll be happy. I was going to note on this: um, Ed Roebuck also retroactively had saves in his first two major league games, but that was in 1955 for Brooklyn, and that was before saves existed. All right, ready? Sure. Is Andre Jackson one of them? No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to look because he, it was, it, it wasn't, I mean, like, it's a good ratio. He has, uh, as we're recording this, uh, four three inning saves in 14 major league appearances. So his, uh, no, his, in 2021, it was his third, it was his <laughs> third game. Cool. Of course. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Marshall. No. Yeah. No, because Marshall was a veteran by the time the Dodgers got. Okay, him. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Broxton. No. Last name Takashi Saito. No. All right, there we go. Um. So you're the you were on the right track on for the Broxton part, yeah, because you could have you could have kept going with that sort of line of thought and said Kenley Jansen, who did get one save okay. in 2010 in his first two games. The other two are uh, Alejandro Pena in 1981 and Tony Gonsolin in 2019. <laughs> and I actually, I forgot to look this up before we started, but I, I forgot the context of this. Now I know they were, okay. Oh man. And it's even, it's beautiful. So he, he started his, he made, he started in his debut went four innings. He gave up six runs, but then he was back up a, a month later. And his his uh, his save was a four inning save. <laughs> How beautiful is that? Uh, four innings, one run uh, in a at Coors, no less. So good for Tony Gonsolin. Well, tell me more. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are we, are we doing, is this a Grease podcast now? Um, <laughs> is this a T-Mobile commercial podcast featuring John Travolta? No. Uh, so August 14th, 1970, that was his, uh, or no, excuse me, August 12th uh, was his debut um, in Pittsburgh. The Dodgers entered the ninth up four to two, and then they scored seven in the top of the ninth. So it's 11 to two. Uh, Pete Mickelson was in his fifth inning of relief. He retired only two of his six batters faced in the ninth. He allowed two singles and a walk and a hit by pitch for two runs. So it's 11 to four. Uh, they brought in Huff to face Al Oliver with two runners on and two out, and he walked him to load the bases. Then he struck out Willie Stargell. That's a rough one-two combo to face in your major league debut. I guess being up seven runs sort of makes it a little easier. Back then, uh, the save rule was that a pitcher entered uh, if a pitcher entered with a lead and held it for the remainder of the game, no matter the score, they got a save. So one out in an 11-4 to four game, and he got a save. Um, so good for him. Two days later, uh, it was a much more uh, like sort of a perilous thing, uh, what, what Huff did. So this was at Wrigley Field. This is August 14th. August uh, 14th there. Don Sutton, right away, things went south for him. He allowed a grand slam. He only recorded one out in the first inning. Five runs scored against him. He got pulled. Um, the Dodgers would claw back. They got those five runs back off of Cubs starter Jim Colburn, who would later become the Dodgers pitching coach years later. Uh, it'd be weird if he later became it like that year. Or <laughs> um, but So they scored three runs in the third, three more in the fourth. So they took a lead, six to five. The Dodgers kept scoring. They scored in six straight innings, so they just kept pouring on. Fred Norman uh, followed Sutton on the mound. He got 11 outs to get the Dodgers through the fourth. When Huff came in um, to start the fifth inning, the Dodgers were up 7-5, to five, and like I said, they just kept tacking on. Um, so then Billy Williams hit a solo shot off of, a Huff, off of Huff in the sixth. No big deal because the Dodgers kept scoring. Uh, Billy Grabarkowitz and the Cubs' Johnny Callison traded solo home runs in the seventh. Uh, Huff didn't allow another run until walking Callison in the ninth before Randy Hundley, the father of Todd Hundley, hit a two-run shot off of Huff to make the final score 13-9. to Now, I will note in a few of the, um, the game stories that I was reading on newspapers.com, um, they did mention that he got to say, but it was like not really a part of the story. It was some, some sort of... Um, I don't know, just it was kind of an afterthought, I mm -hmm. guess. I will say the box scores that showed on uh, both UPI Game Story and the LA Times recap did not denote that Huff got a save, although he, he very clearly did. I think part of that was probably just more um, space saving than anything else. Maybe I, I, I'm guessing, I don't know. It was also the second year saves existed, so maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. But that would be he got my the guess, save. But... Yeah, he got the save anyway. But uh, now Huff saved 61 games in his career. 60 of those came with the Dodgers because he mostly pitched in relief for them. 12 of his saves are at least three innings. That's the second most three-inning saves in Dodgers history. The only one uh, ahead of him is Mike Marshall, uh, who you one of your trivia answers. He had seven. He has 17 three-inning saves. He only pitched for the Dodgers for three years. Ten of those three-inning saves were in his 1974 season. Mm -hmm. that he pitched 208 innings. Um, <laughs> so Huff had two four-inning saves, one of them in 1973 and 77. 
Now I know I I will note this because right like that that week he debuted there was a um, uh, columnist in the Miami Herald Ray Crawford who wrote a column titled "Knuckler Lifts Huff Into Big League Job." Uh, it, it said Huff in the story basically said if it wasn't for the pitch that pitch that the knuckleball that he learned he wouldn't have gotten the call up. Huff also had this quote which I had to laugh at quote I have no desire to be a starter Huff said laughing. Uh, I've already pitched 50 games this season with Spokane, and I feel like I could throw every day using the knuckler, of course. Um, <laughs> so in parts of 11 seasons with the Dodgers, he relieved 385 times. He started 16 games, so occasional spots start here and there. He was traded to the Rangers in the middle of the 1980 season. He stayed there for a long time. By 19, He didn't become a full starter um, until 1982. He was 34 at the time. <laughs> And he pitched 12 more years uh, after that through 1994, 25 big league seasons, half, roughly half in relief, half starting. He relieved 418 games. He started 440 games. The guy who said he has no desire to be a starter. Uh, he's the only pitcher in major league history with at least 400 starts and 400 relief appearances. After 1994, which was Huff's last season, only 16 pitchers have started 440 games. So like, that man was on the mound for a long time. Now, after his retirement, um, he he was a coach. Uh, a lot of that was in the Dodger system, but he was their major league pitching coach for a while. He was a um, minor league pitching coach at various stops, um, including as late as like uh, a little, little more than a decade ago. I remember, uh, I believe, one of the first times I went to go see the um, – Man, I don't remember if the if the Dodgers were the 66ers back then or what. I think they were still the 66ers. I went to go see J- Jason Schmidt pitch on a rehab assignment <laughs> of all things, and 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 Huff was there with him. I just thought I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, but anyway, like uh, he he had a, an awesome baseball life. Um, just you know, he's done a lot of stuff, and he's memorable because he had the longest save in Dodgers history. So that that is today's Dodgers rewind. Not not bad, huh? I, I liked it. I, again, I like this, you know, being able to kind of reach into specific days. I've already requested the UP game be a rewind at some point. We'll see if I that happens. We, I think we can make it happen. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think in addition to just the, the Dodgers yeah, rewind is like, changing it, just a, a new new way to do it. You no, know, you're right. It, it's, it's sort of genesis is like we'll just be talking about something or Craig will send something in and be like, Hey, we should do a rewind on that, you know, or that guy, or that's something. And I, I believe a couple weeks ago, I don't even remember how it came up, but I was like, hey, this like it like, seems like a good thing to do one a rewind on, and then here we are. So if if you have ideas, uh hit me up on Twitter, uh, Eric Steven on Twitter, hit up hit the podcast at three innings save. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh we'll be back with our regular episode uh later this week. Thank you.